Welcome to the Cruise Biz, a series of exclusive podcasts brought to you by Stuart Pearl and Philip Ordiva of the Cruise Strategy Company, dedicated to supporting UK travel companies sell more cruise. We're once again grateful to Andy Harmer, one of the key figureheads in the cruise industry, for finding the time in his extraordinarily busy schedule to talk to renowned cruise travel writer Janine Williamson. In this episode, we hear about Andy's love of travel, his meteoric career path in cruise to become head of Clear UK and Ireland, and his personal tips on why everybody should take a cruise holiday. Once again, it's a pleasure to chat to Andy Harmer, Senior Vice President, Membership and National Director UK and Ireland of the Cruise Lines International Association, known as Clear. In the first podcast, we focused on Clear. And in this session, Andy is going to chat to me about his long and varied career in the travel industry, when and how he first caught the cruising bug, and share more tips for travel agents to take away. So welcome again, Andy, and good to see you again. Thanks, Jane. How are you? <laughs> yeah, very well, thanks. Very well. Good. So again, always a good start. Let's go back to the beginning. I mean, obviously, I've only known you, you know, in, in the cruise industry. So, um, you know, have you always been in travel or, or what did you do before you joined? That's a, gosh, that's a, that's a very long way back question. But um, <laughs> I, I guess I have for my recent life. I, I think it, I'm going to go way back now, but I think I, I studied economics at um, Newcastle. Uh, university, one of the greatest cities to be a student, I think. But um, I studied economics and um, I went on actually to teach economics at university and colleges in the Northeast for a while. But um, there was one thing that happened during my university kind of time. And that was that um, I went to America for a summer on this uh, program where you worked on a summer camp with kids and then you got the opportunity to travel for about four weeks afterwards. And I did that I think even in the first summer when I was at uni and it transformed my way of thinking because suddenly I was in a country that I never thought I'd get the opportunity to visit. And we loved being on and that interaction and that social life that we had on summer camp. But the week that, sorry, the month after that, when we got to explore, actually we went over to California, we were driving around California, visiting these places I'd only ever seen on TV and on movies and, uh, we, d- we actually spent nothing on accommodation. We very much slept in the car or next to the car. I mean, we really did it on a shoestring, but it opened my eyes to travel. So when I finished university and I spent another year saving, but I had the opportunity to backpack around the world. And again, it opened my eyes to some of the most incredible places I'd ever seen, some of the best experiences I've ever had. And it's made me really interested in the travel sector so when I came back to the UK um, after being overseas actually in the end for about five or six years I realized that I wanted to work in the travel industry because this gift I'd given I'd been given to explore other places and visit places and different countries and, and great food and all of those wonderful things that I'd had the opportunity to do I wanted to help other people in many ways to to do that and it sounds a really grand way of explaining why I like travel but it was it was an important time for me um but actually my first job in travel was selling holidays over the phone working for the great Harry Goodman and um uh I loved all of that and I um I loved the the talking to customers and talking about destinations cruise was so small in those days that I 
didn't really get a cruise call, but I, I did and I would always hand it over to somebody else because I just <laughs> never really understood it. Um, and then from there, that, that was kind of my career mark then, that I would work in travel. Um, I left there and went to uh, be a sales and marketing manager for some destinations, including Kenya and Abu Dhabi. And again, I got the opportunity to explore some of those places. Um, and then this role at Pasara came up and I'd heard of Pasara because of my travel agent days, but um, I wasn't really sure exactly what it would be. But it was a mixture of training, which I'd done anyway, because I used to teach, um, but also a bit of marketing, which I'd done for, for some of these um, tourist boards. So it was kind of the perfect opportunity for me. Um, and the great joy was I'd stumbled into this community. Uh, Cruise was still relatively small then. This is 2006, I think. But uh, so Cruise was still relatively small then. But the opportunity of growth and talking about destinations and how, you know, some of those selling techniques and talking about some of the great ships that were coming and all of that investment. I, I got very excited about it and I continue to to be very excited about the opportunities and to, to really work with some of these cruise lines and leaders and destinations and people and, you know, some of the hotel directors and cruise directors and the opportunity to work with all of these different people is, is such a joy um, that I, I kind of have, have, haven't moved for the last <laughs> 14 or so years because I, I feel so privileged to work in, in such an industry. That was a really long answer to a very short question. I no, it's so interesting to hear, Andy, you know, because <laughs> you know, I've just known you in recent years. So, you know, I didn't know your background. So, you know, really fascinating to hear. So, I mean, essentially, you, you went from the commercial side of cruise sales and to, to lead, develop and grow the UK cruise, cruise industry's training organisation. Uh, and that now, you know, you're in your current role, SCP membership, Clear UK and Ireland. I mean, which is an amazing journey. So I'm sure listeners would also like to hear a little bit more about that, you know, and how, how you, you rose through the ranks, so to speak. And, you know, how, how did, did you come to Clear? Well, I was, um, I was very fortunate, actually. So when I started working for Pissara, there was clearly an interest by Cruise Lines to develop that travel agent programme and that travel agent learning programme. And I worked alongside uh, Bill Gibbons at the time. And he was great because he pretty much said, listen, you do, you know, you know what you're doing, you do it and he'll support and offer advice and uh, information and, and links to, to network as, as I needed to. But he was incredibly supportive. So with the support of him and also the cruise lines through our trade engagement working group and various other groups and with the team, we, um, we, we, I remember we spent a couple of uh, months going out and talking to travel agents. What would you like us to do and how would you like this program to develop? So we, over time, this program developed and we, we kind of gained more travel agent members and we grew the program. We added events. We added the conference fairly early on. We added online learning. It's, it's you know, again, it's difficult to believe that when I joined, we didn't even have a, a particularly functioning website, but um how things have changed but you know we we so much of what we did evolved over the time that the cruise industry was evolving as well and I think I, I again I joined at a very fortunate time there was more interest from travel agents in cruise because there were there's more interest from customers in cruise so again I I happened to be there at the right time in many ways 
Um, but we got great support from the cruise lines who continue to support our work brilliantly. Um, and as we were growing the UK programme and as we became part of this global clear network, um, then we were able to support other countries as well with the development of their learning. So that allowed me to you know, introduce the programme in some of those European countries such as uh, France and Spain and Belgium and Netherlands and so on, where we were able to work with the local cruise line community as well as the local agent community. So that developed my role beyond the UK and Ireland again. Um, and then I think the other thing that we did fairly early on is we recognised the growth opportunities from River Cruise. Um, and the River Cruise community was again ready to uh, come together and work together to support their industry, support their businesses. So we recognised, I think, the opportunities for the trade early on in River. So we started with a River Cruise conference in Amsterdam uh, some years ago now, about 10 years ago now. Um, and we were, again, really lucky that the cruise line supported that They brought ships in, they supplied speakers, they really supported the endeavour. So that kind of, the fact that the UK was the first to really recognise river cruise and the, the growth opportunities in river enabled me now to, to kind of lead the global uh, river cruise community as well for clear. So I think some of it has, in fact, much of it has been very lucky in being in the right place at the right time. But actually, much of what we have done as clear over the last 10, 14 years is down to the great people who work for cruise lines, work for travel agents, who have seen the opportunities, who have seen the benefits in collaboration. Um, because without them, we wouldn't have an event, we wouldn't have online learning, we wouldn't mm. have members. So, you know, the, yeah, again, I was lucky to be the person coordinating some of it, but actually without people really buying into it, without people's support, um, we wouldn't have a programme really to offer. So um, much of it is down to them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when you've just mentioned river cruising, which is, you know, we've all seen, seen massive growth in recent years. And, you know, when you earlier, you mentioned that when you first worked in travel selling holidays, you had very few calls about cruising. So, I mean, cruising has obviously advanced beyond all recognition since those early days in travel. I mean, what, what for you are the key benchmarks? I mean, in recent years, we've seen all manner of different types of ships coming out. Um, you know, what would you say are some of the key milestones in recent years? in the cruise world yeah it's a really good question actually because i think we often attach importance to guest numbers um etc but there are so many different success matrix um i mean i think the uk hitting two million cruises taken by uk and irish guests was it was obviously a milestone but actually if you look at the modern cruise industry now and compare it to how it was 15 years ago i think it's almost beyond recognition and i think some of that is because, and it's an old mantra that I've used for the last couple of years, but there really is a cruise for everyone. And I don't think we've been in that position before. If you go back 15 years, there probably wasn't a cruise for everyone. But whether you're someone who wants that adventure or whether you're someone who wants to go through the heart of Europe or whether you're someone who wants to take the family or, or bigger family or stretched family with you or whether you want a romantic break, or whether you want something, a holiday with lots of stuff going on, lots of entertainment and activities, or whether you want something much more low key and intimate, there is a cruise for you. And I think the fact that we can say that quite clearly, I think is a really important milestone for our industry. Mm. Um, 
I think the amount of investment that the cruise lines make in ships and the guest experience is incredible. I think it sets us apart from the vast majority of the rest of the travel sector. Um, and if you think about those enhancements in entertainment, in dining, in kids' facilities, uh, in some of the green sustainable technology that we talked about in the last podcast, uh, you know, and all of these different things, um, that investment has made a huge difference. You know, there are 19 new clear memberships coming out this year, many of them expedition. And in addition, there's lots of new river ships coming out. I just think um, we're very fortunate to be in an industry that is investing in the future because of course, these ships are being built for holidays for this year, for next year, but also for holidays in the next 10, 15, 20 years. And I think, you know, they, they really, the, the innovators, the, the shipbuilders, the technicians, the people who imagine what cruise holidays are going to be like in the next 10 years are absolutely incredible. And I think, um, again, I just think we're very lucky to be in a sector that's still growing. And uh, of course, it's been a very challenging year last year, but you know, the, the opportunities ahead are huge. And I think that's really exciting. Mm. Now, on a personal note, Andy, I'm not gonna put you completely on the spot and I'm not oh, gonna no. ask you to divulge your favorite ship, but what's important to you when you take a cruise holiday? Yeah, another really uh, difficult question. And, and I've missed cruising a lot uh, last year. And I um, uh, so it has allowed me to think about what, what I love about cruising. And I think there's a couple of things. I think, firstly, actually, I said there's a cruise for everyone. Actually, there's a cruise for everyone regardless of what type of holiday you want. So for example, I will do certain cruises with a group of friends and you'll have certain needs from the cruise line and from where you go and etc. But also I want something a bit quieter when I go away on other trips. But the joy of waking up every morning in a new destination is central to, to my cruise holiday, whether it's river or ocean. I love waking up and going, right, where are we today? What are we doing today? Um, you know, et cetera. And I love that. Um, I think the other important thing is the food, actually, because, mm -hmm. you know, let's, you know, food is a really important part of life, but actually it's an incredibly important part of a holiday and a cruise. And for me, the opportunity to dine in some of the most wonderful restaurants anywhere on in the world um, sometimes in a different restaurant every night of your holiday, but if not a different menu, a different style of food, meeting other people, uh, chatting to people you wouldn't ordinarily have had the opportunity to chat to, listening to their stories of what they got up to today when they were visiting X, Y, and Z. I think that dining experience for me is really important. Um, and the last thing I'll say that, that I particularly miss, but I think is particularly special about cruises, the crew, because the crew are incredible. They work really, really hard, but also they are some of the friendliest, nicest people that I've had the opportunity to meet on a cruise holiday. And they really do make a difference. They, they absolutely make a difference to your enjoyment of the holiday. So, you know, the crew do a, an incredible job. And um, again, I look forward to getting on a ship soon and sailing somewhere and chatting to, the, the, the person I meet at the bar or the crew member I meet at the bar in the restaurant or etc because yeah. that's that's the joy.
we all do Andy and I totally agree I you know I've met some wonderful crew members over the years you know and in fact you know, some of them I'm still in touch with you know they're just absolutely wonderful people and again so passionate about what they do I mean we've covered quite a lot of this in this question but I was going to ask you know if, if you've got a friend you know who's never cruised or somebody who's never cruised I mean how do you inspire them to take their first cruise holiday and, and would this message change in the current era? Uh, well, I, I would hope that my friends know that they have to go on a cruise because uh, because I probably talk about it a lot and share a lot of photos on my social media when I do take a cruise. But um, and, I, and I think some of it, I think the really simple message is, you know, this seeing multiple destinations in one holiday, unpacking only once. And again, one of the things that I that brought me into the travel industry, as I explained, was that joy of visiting places and seeing different cities and different areas and seeing some of the world's great uh, attractions and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, cruise is great at showing you some of these places. I think I visited some of the most amazing destinations on cruises. And I think if people remember that, uh, then that's a really important thing. Whilst at the same time, of course, they have this world class food and entertainment and activities and service and the, the great crew that you get to interact with. So there are so many, so many benefits to cruising. I think it's a great choice of holiday. And I say that not because I work in the cruise industry, but because I genuinely think that I've taken some of my best holidays on cruise ships. Um, and the only other thing I'll add is just on the crew thing. We, we were talking a second ago about the, the, the crew. I, I've had the opportunity through some of the events that Clear does of, of working with ships on their stages and on theatres and with ship visits. And, you know, they, the crew, the officers on board these ships have never, you know, have never said no, I don't think. We've kind of said, listen, we're going to bring 600 people to your ship. They're going to arrive within a half an hour slot. They need to get straight on board. And then they, you know, it'd be good. And they will then say, well, let's give them a drink as they arrive and let's do this. And, they have never said no. They are absolutely focused on their customer service, and that extends, you know, to us as and you know, bringing lots of travel agents to their ships at a time when they're turning around and they're waiting for, you know, lots of guests to join the ship for a holiday. So, you know, again, I reiterate, the crew have been incredible. And finally, well, obviously, I can tell on a personal note that you know your business is all encompassing, and you're obviously so passionate about it, and it just shines through. I'm guessing it must be quite difficult for you to switch off and relax. But when those rare moments come along, what do you like to do in your spare time? <laughs> or spare, uh, <laughs> the thing of spare uh, time? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think like many people, and I think, again, our interests and our hobbies may have changed over the last 12 months. But I think I've always enjoyed some level of fitness. It does vary, but I've always enjoyed some level of fitness. So I'm lucky I live in an area of countryside where I can walk. So I do tend to get up early actually, and I do lots of walking in the morning. And uh, when the gyms are open, I, I like to go to a gym. Um, so um, it tends to, that's a great way for me to switch off, I think, is to, is to, to, to try and focus on that well-being which is so important i enjoy cooking as well and again i'm not great by any stretch of the imagination i burn more than i can serve but i do enjoy <laughs> playing around with flavors and um so yeah it's um 
a bit of well-being, a bit of looking after yourself. And again, I think that's obviously really important during these difficult times as, as any. Oh, that all sounds really good, Annie. So once again, thank you so much for your time. Um, normally when I see you, we're having either very short conversations at cruise events or, or I'm contacting you on a deadline for a quote to go in one of my articles. <laughs> um, so it's been a real pleasure to spend more time with you and, and talk about your fascinating career. I mean, a lot of which I didn't know about and our listeners, I'm sure, are going to be fascinated to hear. And of course, your wealth of personal and professional insight into the cruise industry. So thank you once again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And yes, we do tend to grab a quick conversation on a ship tour or in a terminal or somewhere. So it's been nice chatting to you. Thank you. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, look out for more insightful Cruise Biz chat on your podcast app or at cruisestrategy.co.uk.